We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Welcome, welcome to the Miami Heat Beat Podcast Trade Line Deadline Special. I'm your host, Carlo Navas, and with me today, host of the Weird Al pregame show, our trash tweeter, Jack Alfonso. What's up, guys? Come on, you gotta bring the energy. Today's a big day. I got, got my vaccine news. today. I'm a little drowsy. I'm a little sluggish here. Congratulations. Oh, wait, door? you got the vaccine? I got my uh, first I'm shot a- today. So. Wait, I'm waiting for my Publix vaccine to, to kick in. Uh, chat here on twitch.tv slash MIHeapBeat. If you are a podcast listener and you would like to watch this podcast live, if you are a longtime listener from way back in 2014, 2013, wow, we've, we've been around a while, and you want to like see our faces and get involved with the chat, come to twitch.tv slash MIHeapBeat. Hit the follow button so you can know when we go live. We go live every pregame show. Jack here hosts pregame show, the Weird Al pregame show. Postgame with Hangover Time, your Heat Twitter president, Alf954. And then the podcast with yours truly. So get involved on Twitch. Get involved on our Patreon. We have lots of cool stuff on patreon.com slash MiamiHeatBeat. We have some extra content. We have some kind of uh, some access, access type stuff, some interactive stuff, all this stuff. Cool stuff. All right. So the reason why we're here. Is because we do podcasts on off days, and because there are uh, there's a lot of Lowry hubbub, Jack. There's a lot going on, and I, I promise some breaking news. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to the audience right now. Um, so I, I'm hearing, and I've talked, and I, I've tried to do my due diligence. You know, I went to journalism school. I know how this works. 
Um, and, and I said a couple podcasts ago that, you know, the Cavs were, were, were involved. I said, watch out for Cleveland as a third team. There's some, there's something there. There, there, the teams are talking and Cleveland as a third team, it was involved at, at least in, in, in kind of cursory talks. And I was told by, by someone who I trust that is not connected with the heat or the Raptors that, you know, the Warriors have also gotten involved as a fourth team. Now, that makes sense for a lot of reasons because the Cavs and the Raptors don't have much utility for Olenek, but the Warriors would. And the Warriors also, I saw in this deal, they would get Seti Osman. So that is something to watch out on if the Warriors are a fourth team. That also helps because Miami wants to keep Andre Iguodala in this deal. Uh, and I know our, our friends over at five reasons sports who have done a great job reporting on this up and down have, have said that, you know, that he want to keep Andre follow Leif's reporting at Greg Sylvander. That's the homie. That's the brother. So Andre, the heat want to keep Andre. It makes sense. The cat, the Cavs in uh, potentially on a, on a bigger deal and the Warriors potentially in on a bigger deal. And I think, Jack, the Warriors stuff is interesting because it, it makes sense to send Olenek there. It greases the wheels for a move without having to give up Andre because you need to get to the $24 million. And yeah. it just it makes it easier. The, the, the Warriors as the fourth team makes it easier. Shout out to Clutch. Uh, Clutch Adam in the chat also was, was reporting lots on this story. Uh, and Ethan Skolnick as well. I want to properly credit everybody. But... That's what I heard this morning. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I actually love Olenek in Golden State. Now, I have not been told Olenek's name specifically. That is me. That is conjecture. That is me connecting dots that if that if the Warriors are involved, I was like, oh, okay. I, I Seti Osman, Olenek makes a lot of sense. Maybe they can get off Kelly Oubre, send him to Cleveland. That would be nice. No, chat saying Uber to Miami. No, no, no. I, I think that would be a kind of a Cleveland move. Gives him a wing and everything. Jack, I, I think that was interesting. I, I thought that was something that actually really helps the Heat. Yeah, I mean, like trading for Lowry or just getting another. Just team like involved. Get, anytime you yeah, get another no, getting, team involved, getting another team involved because discussions. No one's stuck. No one's stuck with just a Kelly Olynyk contract that's going to expire. Somebody can actually use it, and and it, it you know. Yeah. Somebody said R slash Heat hates five reasons. R slash Heat sucks, are stupid. man. R yeah, Reddit heat. sucks. I'm sorry. I Reddit thought sucks. I was Twitter Wes sucks. Goldberg, which is the nicest thing anybody said about me. But like, if you confuse me with Wes Goldberg, you you have something wrong with you. So fuck R slash Heat. Five reasons does really good reporting. Um, They're awesome. And that's it on that. I think anytime you get another team involved, especially with Miami's situation, because they've got kind of a weird cap situation. They've got a weird asset situation. Um, there's a lot of situations going on with the heat, but they don't have the most flexible, um, situation right now. Shout out to John Karate. Love John Karate. Shout out to John Karate. Um, yeah, they're not the most flexible team right now. So anytime you can get, um, like a Cleveland or the Warriors who are both, um, I guess looking to maneuver a little bit. And I think Kelly, um, would do really well in Golden State. Like I do think like next to Wiseman, he'd look really good. Obviously next to Steph, he'd look a lot better. He would immediately start shooting really well. Um, he could play next no to Draymond reason. really easy. Yeah. 
Um, he, he's a really good player and I, like, I would like to keep him. I think we've talked about wanting to keep him, but it doesn't seem like there's any situation, sorry, <laughs> where they keep him. <laughs> I do the same, man. Whenever I say anything in situation, I think of, uh, Heat's color commentator, John Crotty. I, I'm with you, dude. That, that always happens to me. Um, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, 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 and I've seen versions where McGee gets sent to Miami, but as, as people have pointed out, you know, that kind of puts him in the tax. Um, but you know, LaMarcus Aldridge is obviously going to be in play as their backup five. I, I read today that he would expect to start, which I guess makes sense. If, if you move Olenek, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, another part of the, 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 when I was talking to this person, they, they, you know, like we were kind of like, okay, well, Olenek's gone, you know, you want to repeat Precious, the news for people huh? who just joined? People in the chat to... that just got here that, that are asking if we break the news. Everyone's asking in chat is the breaking news situation. Um, I heard this morning from good information that it could possibly be a four-team deal with the Warriors and the Cavs, which makes sense because Andre Drummond's contract unlocks a lot for the Heat. Uh, and Kelly Olynyk getting rerouted to the Warriors makes a lot of sense. Seti Osmond to the Warriors as well. It makes a lot of sense. It kind of incentivizes teams. And by the way, Woj said today with, with Zach Lowe on ESPN that it doesn't look like there's any takers for Andre Drummond. And for Cleveland just to get out of that contract so they don't have to buy him out. Chat's disappointed in the news. I thought that was oh, good that news. Was I mean, news. What did you think? Do you think what we you were going to be the I'm people not gonna to go say like, Lowry's oh, coming. Lowry's I thought that was good Miami. news. What, I what did you think? News. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I don't know. I, I was proud. I'm not a newsbreaker. I did journalism. I asked. I asked other people. What do you mean it was kind of a tease? You guys are bad. I asked tease, other people. I, I thought it was. You asked me before the pod. I thought it was good information. It does. It's meaningful. It gives you a little more of a picture about how deep they are in trade talks. That there's four teams involved. It's real, legitimate news. It's credible reporting. I don't know, like, but also when you see Heat beat, say, we have some news to break. Did you really think that we were going to beat Woj to, like, the Lowry trade? What did we're you so think fucking plugged in. I want to see so the chat say what they thought the news was going to be, because I can't imagine them truly expecting us, Miami Heat beat. You know, the guys who broke the Juwan Howard move, but other than that, like... We did break the Juwan Howard move. Shout out to Leif, yeah. Yeah, but since then, we're not the breaking news guys, so, like... I think that's pretty good for us. That was a, that's a good get. I, I that's worthwhile that was, information. Yeah. I thought that was good. I, Jack, last night was interesting because, like, they get their ass embarrassed by Phoenix, right? And, yeah. you know, they made DeAndre Ayton look like Rudy Gobert on defense, which was just, like, pretty fucking embarrassing, right? So I think clearly they need a change. Like, they that team looked dead. And other than Jimmy, I, I, I look they look like they quit a bit against the Suns it looked bad they just had no life their shooting is just completely non-existent they have no solution for switching they you know it looks bad and I they need something and this is not I think it's foolish for people and I've been a part of that Jack I earlier in the season I said this team made the finals this team has a lot of good shooters and a lot of good players it's really well coached and I think that they will recreate what they have and I was wrong because the shooters are not hitting open shots and maybe that'll change but it's more than just guys hitting shots. Goran is just not the same guy. And part of that's injury and you age more. Um, Tyler did not improve to the player that you kind of hoped he would improve. They still don't have a power forward, right? And I think Ariza's getting his legs under him. But in reality, they don't have one. Precious has just taken a step back entirely. Has been absolutely blasted in all his minutes. Just Jack, at times, Precious doesn't look like he should be out there. And we know him to be like a good serviceable big that's been surprising to me i don't know i think it's anything where you have like 
that's the rookie wall for you. Like sometimes that happens with rookies where you're not on an, on the level of NBA conditioned players. So during the long NBA season, and this one has been particularly like, it's been a drudge. It's been kind of rough. And I can't imagine like the player's experience of that. Like I, I think it's kind of um, like normal for an NBA rookie. It's not great. It's not ideal. What the heat need right now is somebody, anybody to be productive. So when you have a guy hit the rookie wall, it's not good, but like same thing with Tyler hero. Um, I'm going to keep saying it again and again. You're going to bat for this guy. I'm not the biggest Tyler hero fan. I'm willing to trade him, but that's because I don't think he's like, I've never thought he's like, this future multi-time all-star. I think he can be a really good six man in this league. And I think for sure he's going to be a good player in this league, but he did not have, this is not his sophomore season. This is the longest rookie season in NBA history for him. It's unfair to judge him based on his performance this season, especially when you see other guys who are coming off um, like deep postseason runs, come back into the season and, you know, take step backs, especially if they had COVID or something like it's not surprising. I think everybody has tired legs, which is partially why the shooting's so bad. Um, but I mean, from the Heat's perspective, you still want to win now and you just can't use that as an excuse. Um, I'm for Kyle Lowry. I'm all into getting Kyle Lowry on the team. I'm fully on the Lonzo Ball train now. I'd rather have Lonzo Ball on this team than Kyle Lowry. I don't know. Like I, I, I think Lonzo makes sense in a lot of ways, and I think, but I don't think Lonzo would cost you. I don't because I don't. From what yeah. I understand and what I'm hearing, I don't think Tyler is on the table for Kyle, and I don't think Tyler will be on the table for Kyle Lowry. Just judging from everything that I've heard and how the organization has behaved, I don't think that Tyler Hero is going to be on the table. I think Tyler's only on the table for like a one A blue chip. MVP candidate star and Kyle is a Hall of Fame point guard but he is not at this point an all NBA player anymore he's a very good he's a he's a great player who will absolutely swing the title like this it's very rare that in a trade deadline like the title can possibly get decided tomorrow in the next 24 hours it, it, it like or less than that because the trade deadline is at 3 p.m. Somebody could get, I mean, that's, that is a title swinging move and it's not, it's rare that you get a guy that good become that available. And with teams that don't have to gut their team, like the heat would not have to gut their team. If it's a package from, you know what I'm hearing, like something like precious and Duncan Robinson and some salary filler, you know, if if you lose Olenek or whatever, plus Avery Bradley, who's not playing or Mo Harkless and all those guys, right? Like, okay, you know, you lose Duncan, that's going to hurt, but you you get Kyle precious was not giving you a lot. And he's a guy in Toronto that you think that they would, that they like that they would fit they don't have a center at all uh like it makes sense so for the heat you know you get a guy that is going to completely change the dynamic of your offense and your defense because their only weakness on defense is they just don't have guards that can stay in front of everybody jack so like getting a guy like lowry and not having to give up any of your real real core pieces other than duncan it's like a no fucking brainer yeah um lowry fixes every single one of their issues, he would completely transform the heat. I think he would get them to an above average offense. He would give them a significantly better defense. Uh, You know, I think he does change the entire math for this team. Conversely, if he goes to the Sixers, there's no way the heat are winning the East. I think if Lowry goes to the Sixers, 
the Sixers become the favorite to win the East and like my favorite to win the title. Like I think Lowry would transform that Sixers team, make them really incredible. And Bede is having, you know, I don't think he's the front runner for MVP because of health, but he's the second best player in the NBA this year. Like point blank, him and Giannis are um, two and three. Uh, but I mean, going back to that Suns game a little bit, cause that's what we were talking about is disappointing. The Suns are incredible um, to that point. Something me and Alf talked a little bit about on the pregame yesterday was Chris Paul's having, you know, he's not going to be the MVP, but he's having an MVP type season where like people have talked about him as top five in MVP races. I don't think he is top five, but Sedano does and Sedano Sedano. And if he hears this, he's going to yell at me and call me stupid, which is fair. And that's why we love him. But the point is Chris Paul has been incredible. And it's not that long ago that heat fans, including myself, were pretty skeptical about trading for um, Chris Paul because you know, there was a contract situation. There was age concerns, health concerns, and stuff like that. And Lowry is not Chris Paul. I don't think he's near Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul's the greatest point guard of all time. But it goes to what I think is a general rule is you bet on the greats. And you bet on greats specifically like Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul who are going to age well. Like, And I've hammered this, yeah. Jack, a lot, like to your point. And I think the Heat, not that they've done this on purpose for Kyle, but they've met, they've really had an effort to involve Jimmy in ways in the offense, not as a ball handler. And I think that goes back a little bit to last year, but this year in specific, like they've used him as a screener a ton for Goran Dragic. And Jimmy and Goran's numbers together, they're outscoring opponents by like, eight or nine per 100 possessions in minutes that they play together. Uh, they're absolutely destroying teams. And Jimmy being a screener as kind of a facilitator for Goran is really good as a roller, as a guy who can give a short roll pass and everything. Uh, kind of quick, not super breaking news, but a little breaking news. Seti Osman is playing tonight for the Cavs. So that's something to monitor because I've heard that he's, you know, very, 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 very likely to be moved. Like very, like I, I short of he's 100% getting moved, I've been told. So that's interesting that that said he's playing today. And JaVale McGee is also not a playing. He's not on the, he's not a scratch. So that's something to monitor what is going on in Cleveland. And, and in Toronto, Lowry and Norman Powell are playing. Uh, so both of the guys that are, and, and Powell is, I think, almost for sure getting moved. <laughs> I mean, Woj and Lowe talked at length about that. And I mean, he's a really good yeah. player that'll fetch something. I, I know that in the beginning, we were kind of talking about how, how can the Heat kind of finagle, you know, Powell in the deal. And I, I think that that's just going to be a separate deal at this point that Toronto's going to find somebody else. Yeah, I um, think there's, yeah, I, I, I do like, I know this is going to be all trade talk, but there is like one thing I want to say about the Suns game, which is like they're now back at 500 after working so hard to like get above 500 to give themselves some breathing room. And it does not look like this team's going to beat the trailblazers um, tomorrow. I, I would be shocked if they beat the trail. Well, I, you know, in a, in a perfect world, you know, <clears throat> a lot of guys are going to be out because they're getting sent to Tampa. They're on a bus to Tampa. So, you know, uh, I actually, I actually would pick them in a game where like they're a little gutted because everyone's getting traded, and it's like Jimmy and Bam going nuts, knowing that Lowry, the Lowry recovery's yeah. on the way. That'd actually be like an all-time like super fun game to watch, like Dame going up against these guys. I, I actually would really like that. Um, and listen, there's no secret, Kyle Lowry's my favorite player in the NBA. I've, I've tweeted about this a ton. I've been made fun of a ton on Twitter. So like this is, you know, to me, I'm, I'm beaming. I'm, I'm doing. I'm trying to find out all I can. 
Um, and, and you know, Jack, I'm a big Duncan guy, but I think we've seen that Duncan and Tyler cannot survive together on the court. And I, I think that in the bubble, they got away with it a ton because they were just so overwhelming offensively. But if Tyler and Duncan are not, I mean, Duncan was having the greatest spot up shooting season of all time. Nikias Duncan of the Dunker spot in basketball news said this a bunch. I mean, there's all sorts of articles and, and numbers and everything and film that you could watch. I mean, what Duncan did last season was one of the all time grading shooting seasons of all time. And that really just broke the heat offense wide open. And if he's not going to be that, he's still a very good shooter. He's like 38% on like nine attempts. It's fucking absurd. He's great. But if he's not like all time great, I don't know how you can justify. And if Tyler's shooting of less efficient from three than Russell Westbrook of all people, that combination plus their defense not being up to snuff, those guys I don't think Jack can survive together, especially long term. And if you're gonna if you're gonna pay Duncan because he's a Duncan's a free agent this summer, if you're gonna pay him a lot of money, and if you're gonna keep Tyler here long term. That's a tough ask when you have a lot of salary and a lot of equity in your team and two guys that you don't, and they don't even close together a lot of the time. Yeah. I, I have a Duncan take that might not be popular, but I think last season's Duncan is a lot closer to what Duncan is going to be like for the foreseeable future than this year's Duncan. I think this year, I don't put any stock in the season, especially with Duncan. I don't put any stock in what I'm seeing from Duncan because that guy has run more than anybody in the NBA. You cannot tell me his conditioning is good for that. And he was doing that last year too. Like that he's run guy the most is in the NBA. tired. They, he does not have legs right now. And he's still shooting nearly 40% from three. Like I trust him to get back to at least maybe not all time three point shooter, Duncan Robinson, because the scouting reports in on him, it'll be harder to get him open but at least like playoff Duncan Robinson where he was nailing open threes almost automatically and he could hit covered ones too. Duncan. Yeah. Woody said it. Duncan doesn't miss games. Duncan has not gotten rest in years. And like the last time he got rest, it was because he wasn't an NBA player. Like that. So Duncan's played. I know that's not like a useful take for this year, but I do think if you're talking about Duncan for the next five years or whatever, like I do think he's a valuable player this year because 39% from three is nothing to like um, to shrug at. Like that's good. That's legitimately good. And he'd be valuable if they can keep him in the next five years. I trust him to be consistently one of the best three point shooters in the NBA. Like, and I, I don't, I was trying to find the numbers, but like, I know that there's metrics that Duncan Robinson has run the most in the league this season. And he's played every game. He's played all 44 games this season. And the dude is involved in every single... I'm so sorry. I'm a little flummy today. He's involved in every single set that they do. If it's... Watch... I I always tell he fans, it's a joy to watch him off ball, not just as a guy who's running the maze of screens. He's setting the screens and sprinting full speed to flare and coming back and relocate, it's art. And there's not a lot of dudes that have that motor that can do that, that run so relentlessly and not get tired because he's doing this late in the fourth quarter, right? And, and they're they're doing all these actions and he's involved in everything, whether he's screening for Butler or, and I, I know that I sound like a broken record on this podcast, the screening in their inverted sets, whether it's horns, whether it's pistol, whether he's back screening, whether like he just does so much in the offense and he moves so much. It's, it's insane. And, 
I would be sad, Jack, to go for him to go. I love him. I love watching him play. Chat saying crown the kid, and Chad saying Duncan's still a defensive liability. He's um, he's improved a lot. Like he's not the he's not. I mean, again, in a playoff series against a guy like LeBron, against one of these like alpha wings, he's gonna be the soft spot in the defensive lineup all the time. There's no question about it. But like, he's not gonna get killed by like you know your fifth option every night. You know what I mean? Like. That's a thing. Uh, Tiff and Chat says it's not the running. It's the fact that my man is playing defense. He's literally trying. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On every possession. He is, and that's exhausting. And I think that's affected the shooting. I think his focus on defense has affected his legs and his shooting. I think, Jack, if you look, his shots are short a lot. Yeah. They're, they're short more than they're long. That's a factor. And I, you know, it sucks, but they just don't have the horses this season to play the way they need to. If they were to magically acquire another guard that can handle and run offense and play defense a little bit, I'm sure that, you know, that would take a lot of pressure off Duncan, but that's not the situation that he has. And if he has to go, um, it sucks, but that's what has to be done. This team needs to get better. They're in win now mode. Jimmy Butler does not have all day. Goran Dragic certainly does not have much time left. I mean, they're good enough to win now. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Yeah, I, I think that's, I, that is kind of my point with Duncan and Hero and guys, which is I'm for trading them. I think 
you know, you're trying to win now. You can't have any excuses this year. It doesn't matter why they're underperforming, but they are underperforming. I think the thing I'm more so saying is if you're a fan of hero, um, like regardless of his affiliation with the heat, if you're a fan of Duncan, regardless of his affiliation with the heat, which I am, I'm going to root for Duncan wherever he goes. I'm going to, um, I'm going to watch hero sometimes. Um, but with Duncan, I, a lot of people talk about his contracts too. Um, I don't know if he's going to command like the 18 to 20 million that everybody talks about. I, I just don't know, given the season, what people are going to pay for him. You know, he's a shooter. You never know. People have extra money. Sometimes they'll throw it around. People always hold up the Joe Harris contract, but Joe Duncan Robinson is, is not Joe Harris. Like, I'm sorry. Joe, Joe Harris, Harris is a very good defender, by the way. Like, I, Joe I, Harris I mean, is a really good player. Like, Duncan Robinson is not Joe Harris. Like, I, I, I jumped the gun year, a bit. I said Duncan was better than Joe Harris at the beginning of the season. I was told he to was better last year people. than Joe Harris. Listen, like, I, I, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. But, Joe, like, Joe's I think really it was good. a fair assumption to make because he was just coming off one of the greatest three point shooting teams, three point shooting seasons of all time. So it was a fair assumption to say that he's better than Joe Harris. But right now, he's not better than Joe Harris. Um, Bertans is a way better comparison, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, but the point no, is I mean, that they Duncan need to get better moves. now. Duncan what? moves more than Bertans. Duncan's a much better mover than Bertans. And- Duncan's better than Bertans, but like somebody compared it. To the Bertans deal, I think they'll get similar yeah. deals. I think like uh, if yeah. you're looking for a comparison, don't look to Joe Harris. Look to somebody closer to Bertans. Um, a lot of people in the chat have been saying Ellington to Miami. I do think that'd be an awesome, an awesome reunion. Um, he's another guy who like I mean he had an incredible three point shooting um, season with Miami. He's always going to be a great three point shooter. Um, if they can replace the shooting, you got to get rid of Duncan. Um, oh, Chad's not going to come here. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but chat chat saying uh, only Ricky saying Ubre being shopped just came out. So we, that's so okay. for people that just joined the chat. That's what we kind of opened the show with how Golden State was could. You know, I, I heard that the Warriors could be involved in this four team deal with the Cavs, the Heat and the Raptors. And, you know, Ubre going to Cleveland was something that I, I was told makes some sense. Olenek to the Warriors, Seti Osmond to the Warriors. So, you know, there's smoke, there's fire. I'm yeah, just, I'm just saying, you know, I will say there was another report about Lonzo where it was basically the Pelicans will give you Lonzo if you take either Steven Adams or Bledsoe who are on inflated deals. And I don't understand why the Heat would not jump on that, because if you don't have to give up Duncan or Hero to get those guys like if you can get. I don't know. I like Steven Adams. I like Bledsoe. They're decent players. I don't mind overpaying some people. I don't care about the cap. Um, I think that would be a much more impactful move in the long term. I don't know if Lowry puts them over the nets if they're healthy. Um, Chumbucket said Bledsoe is atrocious. He hurts whatever team he's on. But like, <laughs> Great they give name, me Steven Chum- Adams. Chumbucket. Who cares? You're getting Lonzo Ball for free, basically. <laughs> like, you cannot play him. And like, so I don't. Yeah, what I'll say, what Jack. I'll pay well, Lonzo I'll Ball twenty million next season. Only Ricky in the so chat. I, yeah, I haven't whatever. looked at the cap permutations, but I can say this: the Heat uh, are going to be very close to the luxury tax, and especially when they resign Lonzo, will Lonzo's going to be about an eighteen million dollar player. He's going to be he's a restricted free agent, and, and like taking Lonzo and Adams puts you into tax situations 
Uh, and if they use their full mid-level exception, now we're talking about a hard cap that the Heat would be facing. So the Heat have a tricky thing to navigate because they can't take too much salary. I, I stopped myself. To say I stopped myself. I stopped myself. Uh, the Heat, the Heat have to be very careful with how they approach this offseason. Now they're going to have some cap space. Not a max slot, but I think it's around like 18 million or something. I, I've done the numbers, or, or and I don't know, depending on what gets traded, that changes. But you know, they they, they can they can feasibly sign Lonzo into their cap space, maybe go a little over, kind of take that Steven Adams contract and still has room for the full mid level exception. Which, when you use your full MLE, you are hard capped, so that's something to keep in mind as well. Also, a sign and trade also hard caps you. So if they do any kind of sign and trade in the off season, that would also trigger the hard cap. So that's that's just something to monitor. And I think, you know, they don't want to be in repeater tax. And I think they were, what, a year or two ago, they were a tax team. So they want to avoid kind of being every other year or whatever. So uh, that that's it. Uh, chat, Woody, 1547. Bobby Mark said that the Miami has $21 million in cash. Okay, yeah, that depends on cap holds and what they do and, and everything. It, it's around, it, it depends because it depends on the cap. Um but you got you got to read this comment, the Schmidt and Schmolnik comment. Comment. He said Eric Bledsoe shooting thirty six point four percent from three. That'd be second on the Heat right now. <laughs> That's upsetting. That's like That's about just, what Andre shoots, right? I think isn't that what Iguodala shoots? Yeah, Eagle Dollar. I want Iguodala. <laughs> I want Bledsoe. I mean, I, honestly, I, think, I would love Bledsoe more than Adams. I mean. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I kind of want to, I kind of want to put a bookmark in this uh, because I do want to talk about um, what Leif of Five Reasons Sports, Greg Sylvander reported, uh, tweeted at t- about six thirty. In addition to briefly investigating the cost of Dimwitty in Brooklyn, Miami has also inquired about Orlando's Terrence Ross per sources. So far, the Heat have included mainly non-core pieces similar to the previous reported offers for Dimwitty. So that's like the Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley, Kendrick Nunn type kind of contract-ish thing, maybe the 2022 second round pick that, and by the way, that second round pick sucks. It's like the least favorable between a Philly and a Denver swap. So I mean, that pick sucks, but whatever. It's a, it's a second round pick. They traded four for KZ Paula. So their, uh, their last, their last second round pick, uh, is the 2022 pick. <clears throat> so that's something to look at. Ross would be really nice on this team. I mean, like if they, if they strike out on Lowry and I, I'm feeling better about Lowry than I did this morning. Because I, I I I feel good. I, I feel a lot. I know that generally has been a little doom and gloom. I feel pretty good. I, I feel better about it than I did before from everything I'm hearing. But if they don't get Lowry, you Jack, you know I'm not an Oladipo guy. I think Ross is somebody that helps their shooting a ton. Like Duncan is a very, very good relocator. Um, he could kind of play the wing spot a little bit if you need it in a pinch. Why are you making that face? Why are you mad are at me? Are you about to tell me you'd rather have Terrence Ross than Victor Oladipo? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd rather have all the depot, but you know, obviously, I'm Depot's so a better player. Mad. You've been trying to piss me off with this bullshit all day. I, I can't handle it. Frankie's saying some things in the chat that I'm not. I mean, getting mention. a random scrub heat killer away from the heat—that—that's the move they did that with Wayne Ellington, and it worked out great for them. Yeah, I mean, I think Ross would be great for this team. I—I uh, I think you know that Ellington situation is what you want to see. Um, Ross is 36% from three, which is not super, but better than what Miami is working with. That's true. I mean, basically the same thing with Bledsoe, like, you know, shooting a little worse than Bledsoe, I guess, from three. Um, I think Ross is good. I think he'd be really like a nice addition for them. I don't know if he's like a huge game changer. So no, he's um, a it kind of depends if 
Ross to me is a supplementary move. Chat's like, so mad at me because I'm so out on Depot that Chat's mad at me because I mentioned the Terrace Ross. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I love oh. Depot. I do think Depot is like a risky move. You're I didn't say Ross over Depot. I said Depot over Ross. Stop doing this to me, Chat. Stop. I you, just said you literally Ross. said Ross. I know. Over I Depot. take it back. I took it back. That was emotional. And you know, I, I have a weird relationship. You're just with trying Depot. to piss me off. It's only to I'm piss trying to like off. Chat. I'm just trying to get Jack Matt. Jack's an Indiana graduate. Yeah. He's an IU grad, and I just like the. Ball I'm a Hoosier. That. Go Hoosiers. Brad Stevens to IU. Um, we've got Brad this. Do you really want Brad Stevens? No, I want Tom Crean back. If I'm being honest, I really want Tom Crean back at IU. I really miss him. I thought we should have never fired him. And now I'm, I, I get to say I'm right on that, but we're not going to do IU talk. Um, that's for the heat pe- pregame show. That's for the <laughs> weird off pregame says, show. Ross over Depot some talk. heat Reddit type BS. <laughs> Depot like greatly helps their defense. Depot, I think turns them into a scary defense, which if you want to beat the, want to beat the Nets, like you're going to need that kind of defense. Um, offensively, it's a risky move. He's looked pretty inconsistent. Dicey. Sometimes he looks really good. Sometimes he looks not great. You're betting on health long term. Um, I think as a third option, he would look really good on this Miami team. Uh, he's not going to put you over. I don't think he puts you in the NBA finals unless he like starts looking like he did before the injuries. Um, but honestly, I, I want to ask you this. Do you think Lowry is – sorry, I'm looking at the camera now. Do you think Lowry puts them over the Nets? Do you Like a healthy Nets do, team, do you think they can win the finals with Lowry? I think they well, can, I mean, but I think they're severe underdogs. Let's be practical here. We have not seen what that Nets team looks like because Durant hasn't played. And I think on paper, you go with the Nets because the Nets are going to be able to – have what could be the best offense of all time, right? And the way Harden's playing and Durant, listen, Durant, I don't think people understand, like Durant doesn't need the ball in his hand, right? Durant as a screener is deadly. Like the, the way that, I mean, just from the elbow running handoffs, like the, that guy is like fucking terrifying everywhere on the floor, right? And if he runs pick and roll with Harden and if he's playing four or five, because they, they will play him at center. And if they're running Harden, Durant pick and roll, good fucking luck. Like you, you, like you literally stand no chance. I mean, maybe one of the best chances you have is Lowry and Bam defending that or Jimmy and Bam defending that. That's as good as a chance as anybody in the league. But, you know, it, it's tough. I mean, that's a super team. But you, listen, Jack, the Houston Rockets, the Houston Rockets went at, they were, a couple missed threes away from beating the juggernaut warriors. I mean, More than you a know, couple. I mean, they missed a lot of open <laughs> ones. But I mean, they, they got, I mean, they were right there. They were, they there. were at, they, they were, were right at there. the, they were at the two yard line. And if, you know, you can't look at a team and be like, Oh, that team has a lot of starts. That's scary. Fuck that. You're the heat. You're a fucking historical organization with an all time great head coach. You have the meanest, toughest motherfucker in the league in Jimmy Butler. And you have Bam, who is a fucking alien on defense, like legit an alien. Like what he does is absolutely insane. The way the fact that they have an elite defense when Kendrick Nunn and Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero play significant minutes on this team is fucking asinine. Like Bam and Jimmy are just gods on that end. So I think when you get Lowry, you count on, okay, our defense is going to be absolutely fucking amazing because we don't have to switch everything anymore. We can play more traditional drop. We can switch when we need to. We don't have to over switch. It's also going to help our rebounding. We Jimmy doesn't have to fly in and out of the lane like a like like just fucking Superman every possession. And you have a point guard that can stay in front of guys and you're not bleeding threes from the corner anymore because you know you don't have to over help. 
That's what I'd say. I'd say I don't know if they're favorites, but they have the best chance because they can switch one through five. They can legitimately switch one through one through four. I guess you don't allow around five, whatever. They can switch most stuff. They can switch most off-ball stuff. And if you remember in that Rocket series, what did the Rockets do to muck up the Warriors? You switch. You force him into isolation and you kill the ball movement. And if you force him to isolation and if you help him recover, as we know that he can do at an elite level, I think you give yourself more than a puncher's chance to win. So if they get Lowry, I think firmly second in the East. I'm not scared of the Bucks. I'm not scared of the Sixers. I'm not scared of the yeah. Is it Jimmy Butler's going to lose this guy out of here? The Sixers are a good team. They're really good. And so are the Bucks. But I, I just think Miami would have absolutely. If they have Lowry, it's, I think. I think Lowry gives them easily a top 15 offense, which is way better than they have now. They have a really bad offense right now. They've had a really bad offense all year. They'll get above average really quick. Um, I think if they get a shooter too, they'll have a top 10 offense. I know that's an insane thing to say, given how their offense looks, but like, that's how much I trust Lowry to fix all of their little issues. I do think um, Marco on Twitter today brought up something about the Joe Johnson trade. Um, and how much that radically improved Miami's offense. Like that switched them to a team hovering around like, you know, even in net rating to a team that was like firmly in the plus with a really good, like a yeah. incredible offense. Lowry is way better than Joe Johnson, even though Joe Johnson <laughs> shot ridiculous from three that year um, until that the playoffs. But yeah, that season was really fun. But I Marco's point was like, do not underestimate what like one seemingly small single player move can do for Jay an Crowder. entire team. Which is Jay Crowder. This team is so close. They have a lot of really good pieces, but there is just one or two things missing that keeps them from like meshing on offense and like they need a guy who can pressure the rim. They need, you know, a three-level scorer. Um, I'm just stealing all of Marco's takes right now. But <laughs> my takes too, damn it. But no, my but the too. point so, is I think Lowry radically changes this offense. They would need to find a shooter if they're giving up Duncan because they will still have a problem with shooting, especially if they're also giving up Olenek. Like that is a legitimate problem because those are their shooters right now. And okay, like so, maybe you can get Ross too or somebody small. I don't know who it Ellington. We'll see. A couple things before I address some of the twists and chat about how the trade would work. So if they if they do get Lowry, I know that it was reported that Reddick to the Nets was, you know, pretty likely as a buyout guy. I think if they if they lose Duncan, I think they'd and again, this is this is not reporting. I'm not reporting this. This is me speculating, but I do think that if they lose Duncan, I think that he could and should be aggressive for JJ Reddick. They still have the biannual exception that they can offer. Uh, and that's a guy that has a lot of respect for this organization and I think has been well documented. So like if they do get Lowry and if they're like a shooter away, that I don't think that JJ Reddick to the Nets is as like done as like maybe people think. Um, that would change the trajectory of it. The things that the Heat need the most in their offense is a downhill threat and a shooter. And Lowry is both of those. And by the way, a guy that can score in isolation because the Heat are like one of the fewest isolation 
teams in the league. They run it very little. Bam is like an incredible isolation score, never goes to it. And I know that the Heat have largely fixed their like really bad turnover problem, but you know, sometimes it's nice to clear out and to run a little isolation. A, it's, it gets your guys to rest a little bit when they just get to stand in the corners. And when you have guys like Ariza and these guys that are just like parked in the corner, you know, it helps. You can do more of that kind of simplistic offense when you, you don't have to run a super complicated set as Miami runs all the time. So Lowry, you know, can fit that bill, can play with Jimmy, um, and, and he can play both. He can play the handoff really well as well. Like Miami doesn't have to change a lot of their offense. Um, the other thing that somebody in chat asked is like, if the Heat want to keep Iguodala, how do they make this trade work? And that's why the four-team deal, which we talked about at the top of the show, makes sense. And that's why Andre Drummond's contract is important in this. And 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 like the Ubre move and, and these and the City Osman and all that stuff matters, right? Like so they don't have to they don't have they can give up some of those smaller contracts and they don't have to get to the twenty four million um for for Lowry. And I've seen versions of the trade. Um some of them have the heat and I've seen like like three or four versions. Um like one of them is he get Lowry and, and McGee, Cavs get Bradley, Harkless, Ubre, Looney, Nunn, Raptors get Drummond, Robinson, Achua. Uh, Warriors get Olenek and Seti Osman. Like there's there's ways to make this happen, right? And that works in the trade machine. And I think that also works without McGee, which the Heat would not want to be in the luxury tax. So there's ways to get this done. And I think that they're close. And I think we're going to find out probably tomorrow, probably uh, this is going to go to the buzzer. I saw that that Laker report was really fucking funny. <laughs> like the Lakers in on, on the Lowry thing when all they can really offer is KCP, uh, like a 2027 first. And uh, and then Dennis Schroeder's contract, and then maybe THT. Like that's that's a poo poo platter of fucking. I mean that that's like that's so manufactured by the organization. Noise, it's funny, and like that's I, I don't know. That's fun. I love this time. There's so much bullshit that's coming out on the news every day. Um, did you see Jack. that poll that Sedano's radio show put up about would oh, you God, give up? What was it? It's would you want crap? I'm gonna forget who the player was. Was it? Would you want Kyle Lowry if you had to trade Taylor, um, THT? THT? And are Laker fans that I'm going to Sedona? Sixty percent no. Maybe it wasn't Lowry. It was, maybe I'm Sedona. What the fuck are you doing? I think he was trolling. Okay, here I found it. No, it wasn't Lowry. It's actually even worse. Um, okay. ESPN Los Angeles tweeted out: um, Would you trade for Miles Turner if the Lakers had to let go of Taylor Horton Tucker? Um, 64% said no. It's Miles fucking Turner. Like that's, that's, so that's a really good player. And that's a young player. And oh my God. That's horrible. Fuck THT. What, it, what so is some, THT? Fuck THT. Sounds like, so people, some people in chat are at, okay. So, uh, Kevin O'Connor says sources, of the New York Knicks has emerged as a serious potential destination for Cavalier big man, Andre Drummond. Okay. That would be bad for the heat. We don't want that to happen. Uh, I think Drummond is pretty important in this uh, in this three or four team deal. So you know that would suck. Let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I still think they can get it done without without Drummond. I'd have to. I'm gonna have to get on the phone when we get off the pod. But um, that is interesting. Um, he's he's. I think he. I don't know. I mean, Woj was pretty confident that he wouldn't get moved. Uh, or that he didn't have many suitors. So that, that's interesting. Um, some people in chat, Jack, were asking, like, what are they going to do for a big man, especially if they move Olenek and Ochua? Um, I think at that point, fat boy LaMarcus Aldridge becomes yeah. important to what they do. Um, Fuck you with this fat boy shit. I love LaMarcus Aldridge. Why do you love LaMarcus Aldridge? Like I, I really liked that 
that Portland team. I really liked Lamarcus yeah, he, Aldridge. He did it. Portland. He did, and all he did was ruin it. If you like that Portland team, you shouldn't like him. He was a really fun player to watch. I love like. I don't know. I loved that kind of player. Like that was like when I started watching basketball really heavily, there were a couple team players that were not on the heat that I like really like got attached to. And one of them was Sixers Iguodala and the other one. Like, I love Sixers Iguodala. Sixers Iguodala is one of my favorite players of all time. Aldridge. Like I really liked those Portland teams. I, I don't know. Like sue me. Jang would be, I would rather have Jang than, um, than LMA, but it seems like the Heat are. Gorgie Zhang would be figure. fucking so good. That's uh, we so can't, good that's, for that's, them. Yeah, that, that that's that's too good. Um, I'm not too concerned about like what their big man situation is going to be. I think at the end of the day, the the Heat's the best version of the Heat is Bam at the five with a wing at the four, and if yeah. that's Trevor Ariza, that's Trevor Ariza. The best version of themselves is going to be that. And Jimmy has the rebounding. Yeah, like, especially if. I think Lowry would help their rebounding a ton too. I mean, yeah. he's a really good. I mean, like, and, and I think the rebounding would just get better naturally because they don't have to overswitch. And the reason why the Heat overswitch is because their guards can't stay in front of everybody. So literally, your best chance to contain a dribble penetration is Bam switching onto a guard. We saw yesterday Bam was getting Precious was getting switched onto Chris Paul all the time. Yeah, you you made that point um, in the chat yesterday that basically if they had Lowry. Um, he'd be able to handle the book assignment and you just wouldn't have that problem. I mean, like that's been the biggest criticism of BAM this year. I know Nikias has harped on that a lot. Um, a lot of people say, oh, he's not aggressive enough. But the biggest criticism of, of him legitimately is that he's been over switching, which is not his fault. It's purely uh, a result of it's personnel, like you said. Yeah, it's It's ridiculous. And like he would look so much better and it would maximize him on both ends of the floor if he doesn't have to basically guard the entire opposing offense. Like, I think that would help him look a lot better on offense. And I think that would like help him look a lot better on defense. Um, some people said slow-mo. Would they like to have Kyle Anderson? I love Kyle Anderson. Would really like him on this team. Um, I do think LaMarcus Aldridge seems like a foregone conclusion which I think will be nice. I think like that will get them like, especially in the regular season, that'll get some, them some easy offense, just like get them some like pick and pop stuff. Like um, I think you can't really go wrong with an extra guy who can get buckets. My I want bucket gets, me, buckets, getter, bucket getters on this team. My source just told me if the Warriors are involved, they don't need Drummond in the deal. So if if that's so, they don't. If the Drummond leaving doesn't impact the Miami deal, so that's something to watch out for. Okay, look at that answering text messages. Let's go. Um, yeah. So I mean, like that. That's that's kind of their. That's that's their that's their deck. That's 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 the hand that they're dealt this season. And and Jack, I, I guess let let's talk Doomsday before we go. It's running on time. If the starting lineup on Thursday is Kelly Olynyk, Kendrick Nunn, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and Duncan Robinson. How are we feeling? Not good. You got to get something done, even if it's a marginal move. You cannot. If it's what about the that thing, If that happens, sit Bam and Jimmy for the rest of the season. Like, I'm serious. Like, if nothing happens at all, like, you don't get anything done. Like, do you want to repeat that trade again? People are asking. Oh, which trade? The really big one? 
whatever you just said. I, I also wasn't listening. So, so I, I, I had said earlier, La- Heat get Lowry, um, Cavs get Bradley, Harkless, Ubre, Looney, Nunn. Raptors get Drummond, Duncan, Precious. Warriors get Olenek, Osman. Uh, my my source said that they could still make that work without Drummond. Uh, I would have to sit in front of a trade machine and actually like figure this out, look at some contracts, hit up Spotrack, open the spreadsheets. But um, but we're good. We move. We're good. Um, I don't know. I feel good, Jack. I feel good. If they don't make a move, um, that's gonna be funny. There's gonna be a lot of angry fans. I, you know, the, I'm glad that the Heat don't really have a lot of fans in the building. That starting lineup might just get booed. I just I think you can't waste health on that. Like I would legitimately just say sit everybody. Like you're not going to make it past the second round. You might not like. I mean, no, you have to try. Gonna... Get the fuck out of here. No, you try. You, you figure out your shooting. You do something. The and, trying and is that. getting personnel before the deadline. You have. I mean, to they're do trying. I mean, they're trying. I mean, if God, they don't get anybody, Jennifer. They're not he's trying. trying. No, but if they don't get anybody. I don't care if they don't get Lowry. That's understandable. They're not completely in they control. They got Ariza. They did something. Not enough. Come on. Not they enough. would have to give me at least Lamarcus Aldridge, Terrence Ross, Wayne Ellington. Um, right. I think what if like if they Redick. came away and they just got Wayne Ellington, like I think that would be a sneaky big move. Like it would not be a sneaky big of, move. That would not be a sneaky big move. They would get better than you think. I don't think they, they would, would be get top better. of the East. The, the offense would improve a lot just by having not two a lot. Shooters. It would improve a little because he's just you would not have gonna two be a, shooters. Your defense and he's is the man die. with the golden arm. He's the man with the golden arm. He has a golden arm. But I think like if they don't get Depot, they're not really trying. I think they have Depot if they want him. Um, I have to ask you what it will take to get Depot. I'm I'm not plugged in on that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's I'm, I'm gonna be what, frank what with y'all. I, is the Rockets are trying to get more leverage because they don't like what the Knicks and the Heat are offering. But like, I think they're going to cave. I don't know. Like, they're Why are you going to buy someone a drink at the bar that you know wants to go home with you? That's what I'm asking about Depot. Why would you buy, why would you buy the person at the bar a drink when you know that they want to go home with you? Because you're nice. You're kind. You think Pat, you think Pat Riley's nice? You like to do nice things for people. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking mm-hmm. alone is no fun. You know, lots of reasons. You could drink alone on Hangover Time or a post-game show after every single Heat game. Check out Alf954, Heat Twitter president, hosting. It's a lot of fun. Tomorrow we have Alex Dono and Tito, producer extraordinaire. Trade deadline I'm on special. that. You're on that too. Jack's on that. I'm not on that. I'm banned from Hangover Time on, on many occasions. Um, yeah, Chad just said I murdered Chivalry. I, I made it gender neutral. Listen, we are. This is not a. This is not a gendered experience. You know, you, person at the bar. You know, you buy it. You know, this is not. Don't, don't don't pull don't, don't put that on me. Um, I'm excited. This is a fun time of year. I love it. Uh, I appreciate chat for coming out. Uh, oh, you want to make fun of the Celtics really quick? Yeah, for what? I love like, making fun of the Celtics. Um, did you see that Woj said today that teams are like not sure whether or not to take the Celtics seriously because they like never trade? That's funny. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That's good. I don't know who they would get. Like they don't really. Oh, Barnes, but they're they're in. Um, I mean, oh, I Barnes. Yeah, they've wanted Barnes for a while, but that's Gordon. not really. Nothing's really progressed there. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon would be interesting, but that's not the team I want to see. As an Aaron Gordon fan, 
I'm not an Aaron Gordon fan. I don't know what I, why is it. They're that. almost. But as somebody who Gordon. wants to see Aaron Gordon be good, Hero. I don't think this. I don't think the Celtics are the team to make Aaron Gordon look good. No, I think he'd fit there. I think he would. I think he would give them something of what Gordon Hayward gave them as a guy who can. I mean, he can't run a ton of pick and roll or something, but as a guy who can kind of play some power, eat some power forward minutes. They don't have. Do they run Jack, enough? They don't, I don't do they run enough? I don't think the Celtics run as much as I want a team that like I want to the team I want Gordon Lasers. on is the seven seconds seven seconds or less Suns. He'd Let's be great. I like him on the Blazers. If we can on get the Blazers, Aaron that'd be really Blazers. fun. Denver, I would really like, but I don't think Denver is gonna Denver's being like cowards right now. They need Denver's to make being a trade. real Danny Angels over there. They're really pissing me off as somebody who's Denver's like my second team. I love Jokic. Jokic for MVP. If he doesn't win MVP this year at this rate, I'm going to the Mavs. I like that a lot. Did you hear Kevin Harlan yesterday? Kevin Harlan was like listing MVP candidates and he's like, oh, well, it's not a clear race because um, like everybody's injured. And it's like, it's a clear race. There's one guy who hasn't been injured and it's Jokic. And and he's the clear front runner. No, it's Giannis. But he also named it's Giannis and Jokic. That's one and two, like clear one and two. It's not like a runner runaway race or it's not like a murky race we know Jokic is like clearly ahead of the pack and Giannis is having an amazing season but Giannis won't be able to win like a third MVP like that um but like he mentioned Donovan Mitchell before he mentioned Jokic which is ridiculous because Donovan Mitchell is not even the best player on his own team I hate that take. That is so. That's such an NBA Twitter take to say that Rudy Gobert is better than Donovan Mitchell. I hate that. He is that better take. than Donovan. No, Mitchell. he's not. That's just so. Come no, on, get the fuck out he's here. better than I Donovan hate that Mitchell. Take. I listen. I I hate that take. I don't like when people say. Rudy's I don't not like good, Rudy Gobert, but like no one likes he's Rudy a better Gobert. player. I think they're. I think the fact that Rudy Gobert is their best player is why they're going to get exposed in the playoffs because Rudy Gobert is the ultimate beat up on little guys thing. He I want the plays Warriors awful to get them in the first round. and Jokic fucking own Gobert. They own Gobert. He's he's a fucking bum. I agree. Chats, Donovan oh. Mitchell is not an MVP candidate. Come the fuck on. Like, no, he's not. I, it's it's Jokic. Not and, even close. It's, it's he's Jokic not even a, I would not put Mitchell in the top 10 for MVP. I think I think Giannis is going to win again. I think LeBron's obviously. I don't think Giannis is going to win again. Jokic deserves it. Jokic has no, been the Giannis best player. In the NBA. No, he's Giannis is better on both ends. Fuck Giannis! Can't win in the playoffs. This is bullshit. Jokic is the goat. He's the greatest offensive big man of all time. Giannis, he's going to choke again. He needs I Drew Holiday against, to get I picked the Heat against the, the Bucks, rounds. especially if the Heat got Lowry. I picked the Heat in five. Not even memeing. Heat in five. Like I, I cannot stress to you guys enough how good I think that they're going to be if they get Kyle Lowry. And I think if they get Kyle Lowry, they're going to be in the market for more bio guys. Um, like it, it's fun. Yes, Marco in chat saying, "Oh my God, G, yes, a Dubs Jazz series." I would go straight to Vegas and put money on it. That'd be so funny. I'm telling you, if they, just to see Rudy Gobert like running around in circles chasing Steph Curry around screens would be fucking hilarious. I, I want that so bad. That'd be good. Um, yeah, but, but I, listen. here's why I don't think he's going to win MVP is that like what we got here Giannis? in the chat, like that Giannis, like they're not going to give him a third MVP. Like that's, that's just not going to happen. They have to, he deserves it. He doesn't deserve it more than Jokic. If they get, hold on. Let me ask you something. If the, he get Lowry and if they go on a fucking run, like if the, he go on a fucking run and they rip off, like, I don't know, 20 of 25 or some shit like that, or 18 of 25, something crazy. 
and Jimmy puts up numbers like he did in that in that twelve and eleven stretch, twelve and one stretch. Does Jimmy get back in the conversation like legit? I, I think he does. I think he'll be in the conversation. I think if, if the Heat like just fucking they have a really easy schedule left. If they get Lowry and if they fucking take off like I think they do, and they have a really soft schedule, and Jimmy's just tearing to shreds the whole East. I I think that is reacting to my. I was I was joking about the Jokic take. I was obviously Dirk, um, Olajuwon, Jabbar, like all of these guys are better on offense. I just let you Jokic. slide. But on Jokic that. is going to be in the. I let you slide. I let you slide on that. I was I joking. Chat's He's, right. No, chat's right for calling you out on that. I let it slide. I was. I, I was joking. He is like one of the all-time Dirk. great passing a, big men. Like I think he's going to go down as the greatest passing big man of all time. I think uh, if he stays healthy, that's like he's an all-time great passer. He's so fucking. Hayden, good. Hayden, CB three in chat says we're shooting twenty free throws a game if get, they get Lowry. That's another thing that the Heat suck at. The Heat suck at getting free throws. Like they have two guys that do it, and like literally nobody else gets to it like at all. Like Tyler does not get to the line as much as he should, especially as like a a third creator on the team. Goran just doesn't anymore, and that's not his fault. I mean, that's the, what do you expect out of, out of Goran at this point in his career? Uh, so that that's another thing. Another thing that Kyle gives you is kind of gets you in transition a little bit. That he'd have a pretty decent transition offense. I think they're like you know solidly top ten last time I checked points per possession uh, in fast break situations uh they he would help and he would help settle the, the heat don't get easy shots they don't get anything at the rim they're one of the fewest field goal attempts at the rim teams in the league they miss open threes they don't get free throws and they don't they don't score off opponent turnovers and i think when kyle is spearheading a fast break and jimmy doesn't have to handle in it that changes it you have a guy who can throw a really nice lob it's not just gorn's really the only lo- gorn and jimmy really the only lob throwers and bam funny enough uh like their offense just changes so dramatically i cannot stress this enough i am so excited for the time to come uh we are not going to keep you here more chat we love you what a what a great success i mean this is one of our my, listen we put up hangover time numbers today baby let's let's go did well too it's it's everybody loves transaction talk and i just want to say to the chat you're you're the problem you're part of the problem nba talk not you g the chat is part of the problem everybody watching because of transaction talk you're part of the problem i'm gonna scold you right now because the nba is transaction obsessed and there's no real love for that on-court product and that's why people don't know that Jokic is the obvious. Don't MVP. lecture our audience. Fuck you. Shmita no, I'm going to lecture says, you guys. You're worse than me. If you were better than me, you'd be on this show. Sorry. Um, listen to Heat Beat. I love you guys. Um, but I am going to scold you and make you feel bad for watching. So Shmita if Smolnik. you want more of that, watch the Weird Elf pregame show. 30 minutes before tip-off. Shmitan says uh, everyone here is dis- <laughs> everyone's here for the disappointing breaking news. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, 
all for an incredible value your wrists and wallets will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.